Welcome back to the Main Street Dish, where we're dishing on all things Disney food and drinks from Pavilions to Pandora, Hollywood Boulevard to Main Street USA. On this episode, we are dishing on all things International Food and Wine Festival at Epcot. We will talk about some of our returning festival favorites and the new items at this year's festival. I'm Colin. And I'm Bella. And together, we are Millennials on Main Street. And I am Bethany Vinton. And this is the Main Street Dish. You know, I would like to rewind to last week when we recorded this in person. We had yet to go to Victoria and Albert's and you still had a Disney cruise in front of you. (laughs) That's a sad reality. (laughs) Insert the womp, womp, womp. I know we have the post Disney blues right now without a doubt. Oh, for sure. But you know what you do when you get back? Plan another trip. Exactly right. <laughs> and talk about cruising. I was going to say, we literally had the cruise line app up earlier. We were like, so about back-to-back sailings. Like, let's... <laughs> Well, I mean, I mean, the the treasure was supposed to be announced. The treasure's been delayed till... Of course, the 5th Wednesday? of September. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So we will be waiting on that announcement because I'm not going to lie. Us three really want to get on the new ship. Ah, uh, yes. uh, yeah. We want to get on all the ships. We just want to do all the ships. Correct, as one should for science purposes. But we, we are we are facing our post Disney blues before we started recording. We were just chatting about your guys' cruise line experience because I was envious and I wanted to hear all the details. I know, but I think the general consensus is that three day cruises need to be banned because yeah, it was no, just like accurate. it's so short. It was so short, and even after a nice long Disney World stay, mm-hmm. you know, even still at the end of that, I was like, oh my god, I could have used another two days on yeah, the ship easily. for sure. You just, you don't realize how short it is until you're actually on it. And then Correct. when you have one full day on the ship and then the second full day on the ship, they're like, all right, leave your luggage outside to get off tomorrow. You're like, what? <laughs> I'm I sorry. I, I, that's not, it's not computing in my brain. I don't understand how I'm already done with this. Cause you only have one true full day before you're prepping to leave. Yeah. Correct. Yeah. You have, pre- you get on Friday or whatever whatever time depending on your boarding group yeah, yeah, yeah. absolutely and then yeah. you leave at the butt crack of dawn <laughs> <laughs> on monday morning i mean the sun wasn't even up when we got yeah when we got all of our stuff ready to leave the room so yeah yeah rough rough rough, rough. rough i will rough. say it was nice getting back it's always nice coming back home right yes and just kind of being in your space and, and unpacking and unwinding and then a few days go by of work yeah. And that's when you really start to get, uh, the, the blues really correct. start to set in. <laughs> correct. You're like, I could be in Disney right now. I yep. was yeah. in Disney last week. <laughs> that is what I do. I always do the, so it's Thursday and I'm like, Thursday a week ago. Yeah, I know. I was, yeah. And it's so sad. That's where I get into a trap. Mm-hmm. Yep. But yep. we're back and we're talking about something that it's been on our thing for a while because obviously we're talking about food and wine today. And that festival at this point has been going on for well over a month, but still it's has been, it's been plenty raging. of time left. It still has two and a half months left, so it's not like you've missed anything yet. <laughs> it does not need to get its bag ready to leave the next morning. You know what I'm saying? Like no, no, no. This still one a long time. <laughs> slightly overstays its welcome. <laughs> yes, yes. And we haven't exactly been the most excited, or at least I haven't been the most excited to do this episode, mainly because as we've talked about before in previous episodes, this is our least favorite festival out of all of the Epcot festivals but I will say there are some really great eats Mm -hmm. so I was like and that's all there is to do there (laughs) correct that's it (laughs) there's like not one other thing to do at the festival right now no not one not one so I will say that when we were down there we did miss like an NSYNC reunion oh yeah we did we missed that we were at Bellevue Lounge yeah we had priorities annoying 
if they ever go on tour or if there's ever a moment where they are on stage together again, I will pay good money. It would have been F-R-E-E because you already paid for admission. <laughs> I know. I'm gone. That would have been enough for me, but not yeah. really. I mean, I've seen Justin Timberlake in concert twice, so, so. I mm-hmm. I yeah. would like to see him. Yep. Yeah. But there is Eat to the, the Beat. Yeah. We just missed there it. There is. We just yeah. missed the NSYNC reunion. <laughs> yeah, we did. Correct. It's fine. Correct. Is that Nick Cabrera walking by us at the hotel? I'd... Well, cool. Did you call yeah. him Nick Cabrera? <laughs> His name's Ryan. Ryan. <laughs> Nick. Wow. Wow. Does he have a brother named Nick? Yeah, he does. Yeah, they don't okay. talk about him much, but he does. He does all his. He does all his voice work. Got it. Got it. We don't talk about Nick. <laughs> that's gonna be my. Uh, that's gonna be my. You know, when you get like a stage name, it'll just be that. Love like it. nothing to do with my regular name. It'll be Nick Cabrera. <laughs> Ryan. Oh my god. Love it. Yeah, I'm just gonna keep sipping my margarita. Yeah, well, you know, margarita. Yeah, I was like, you couldn't have set that up more perfectly if you'd have tried. (laughs) How perfect. How perfect. But we're going to start the only way that you can start in Mexico. Duh. Duh. (laughs) Where actually, we're just going to, speaking of margaritas, we're just going to dive right into the margarita because I actually think best cocktail of the festival right here for me, Mm -hmm. it is the Trouble in Paradise margarita. So it is mezcal with watermelon liqueur, rosé. Lime juice, agave, and a chili lime powder rim. This needs to stay all the time. Yeah, this is never so good. go away. It's so refreshing, and it's Perfect. not over like it is smoky, but it's not overly smoky. It doesn't like it's not like you got like pushed in a campfire. You know, sometimes you can get on that level with mezcal. This Absolutely. was just so light. It gives me summer vibes. Well, to it, know was, it felt very flower and garden to me. <laughs> it did. It did. But, you know, I'll take it at food and wine because it's also 100 degrees at food and wine. So <laughs> I think in our mind, we want food and wine to be this perfect fall festival. But in reality, there's no such thing as fall in Florida. So Correct. it really is hot the whole time. So I agree. This one to me was so light and it just was such a well-balanced combination because when you read that ingredient list, it's kind of crazy how much is in that. No, it is. Absolutely. But I think the addition of the watermelon and the rosé totally overcame the smoke. And the smoke was just a little note on the end. I had it with my mom and she is a mezcal hater. And if I didn't tell her there was mezcal in it, she wouldn't have known. Yeah. It was good. It was real good. I won't say you need to, but I wasn't mad of pairing this with a tostada, the carnitas tostada. This was braised pork on a fried corn tortilla with black beans, avocado mousse, queso fresco, and chives. This was tiny. I mean, Mexico. Yep. It's like the epitome how we always say it's really small, but the flavors were amazing in the tostada. It was easily my favorite thing on the whole menu here. I tried everything and everything else. I was like, eh, it's it's okay. But the tostada to me was standout. I would get it again, that crunchy shell with that combination. That braised pork was so tender and so flavorful. I it really it. was. Mm-hmm. It really was. And honestly, I, I'm never mad at a tostada. No. They, genu- they generally do a tostada. They love a tostada there. Mm-hmm. Um, but generally the flavors are really good. This is no exception. Yeah. But definitely some good options in Mexico. Not my favorite booth from them recently in a lot of festivals, but, you know, I think they've had some really solid menus in previous festivals. I don't think this is their most solid menu. However, I don't think anything I was like, oh, that was awful. Mm-hmm. I agree. No, but it's my favorite. I will say it was probably my favorite margarita. Oh, that was one of the best margaritas I've had from them, period. At period any- ever. Yeah. Correct. <laughs> I, yeah. So at least the high was high, you know, Correct. which was nice. Yeah. Correct. 
But speaking of <laughs> highs and lows, uh, let's let's uh, let's head over to China, shall we? Bethany, did you have the whole menu here? I did. You know, you guys got on your cruise and I went into Epcot to, <laughs> to feed my depression with actual physical food. Because <laughs> I was like, it's fine. You guys were texting me updates of being on the cruise. And I was like, it's fine. I'm just going to eat this meal in China. And so I ordered the whole menu, which was questionable. I got two out of three of the alcoholic cocktails, but I ordered all three food items. The only thing here that was good were the Dan Dan noodles, which were spicy pork in a Szechuan sauce with peanut butter and sesame. They were co- they were like linguine noodles that were covered oh. in it and had some really rich and very delicious peanut butter sauce with a little bit of spicy pork. There wasn't a ton on there, but Overall, this was really good. We ordered all three, and I sat there with my dad, and the chicken dumplings were a hard pass. They were chewy and not great for five dollars. This, this was a moment both of us were like, "Are you are you going to eat the rest though, or can I eat the rest? Can can I eat the rest? Or because we both really really liked this one. I thought it was absolutely delicious. It is a little expensive. I think it's eight dollars and fifty cents. So it's kind of. Sure. It's not cheap for what it is, but it is a third party. But I would order these time and time again. If I go back, and I think, I don't know if I'm back before the ne- the festival is over, but if I am, I'll order these again, even though they were a little pricey. All I right. think they're worth the splurge. What about the and drinks? Then the, my favorite was the Baijiu Punch, which is funny because I don't love Baijiu, but this, this makes an appearance on a lot of menus. So it's Baijiu with Pina Colada Mex with lychee syrup and sparkling water. It's not thick. Like you would expect when you hear pina colada mix, it's just a thin iced cocktail oh, nice. that's essentially okay. see-through. So it's not this heavy drink, but it's really light drinking. And honestly, I chugged this down quickly and I think it's because I thought I was thirsty, but you really can't taste the alcohol, which nice. is deadly. Uh-huh. So, and Baijo is strong. Baijo does not mess around. So. I would say most of this booth to me was a big skip because getting those three items, those three food items and two drinks was oh, was $50. Wow. wow. And I was like, that's a whole entire two meals and two drinks at any quick service restaurant. That is very expensive. For the little amount of food we got, that was very expensive. We, we did a whole day on $50. <laughs> Correct. We <laughs> were eating three series. round meals a day. You even got an <laughs> alcoholic cocktail. Yes, I did. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Yeah, so it's a, that's a that's a steep price. Mm-hmm. Um, but let's let's keep on going to India. So we got the curry spice crispy cheese last, last year, year um, and I actually I thought it was delicious. Mm-hmm. Um, I liked the mango curry ketchup. I thought it was all really nice. So this year I wanted to get the chicken tikka masala because I did not get that last year with fennel it? spice yogurt and non bread. You go first. <laughs> okay. She took in that deep inhale. You heard she that did. deep inhale, didn't Because I agree with you that the crispy spice cheese is superb. It's very, very good. It's very good, yeah. So mm-hmm. I did. I, I wanted to try something new. But yeah. you ordered it for me because we I had did. to do a little bit of a divide and conquer in this yes, situation. Yes, but... we did. Um, well, here's the thing. It was 105 degrees. <laughs> and this was hot. And obviously it should be. It was piping right. hot, freshly cooked. I thought the flavors were pretty good, but I've had better. Yeah. And the rice was whatever. It was a little dry, I thought. Mm-hmm. But that's kind of be, probably to be expected. It's sitting under heat lamp, most likely. So I thought it was okay. I didn't yeah. think it was bad. I just thought it was okay. Do you think this yeah. is a good bridge for people that really haven't tried Indian food? Because I know that we all really like Indian food. And I know that's yeah. not a flavor that everybody is accustomed to right away. Indian food has very strong flavors. Do you think it was more yeah. like muted in order to be what we always consider Disney food to appeal to the masses? 
yes, I this was this was exactly what I was gonna say. I thought mm-hmm. that the flavor was good. It was just kind of meh yeah. in, in in the way that I just wanted it to have that 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 nice spicy warm Mm-hmm. feeling literally literally and figuratively warm feeling but it, it was just kind of mad i actually thought that the fennel yogurt was a little overpowering mm-hmm. i'm not a huge fennel fan i, I think that she is <laughs> yeah, I, i'm not a huge fennel fan either so i thought that the fennel really came through and i was like oh that's the one thing i really don't want right now but overall it wasn't a miss it was a meh correct but if i'm gonna go again and i'm gonna be back there i would go back for the paneer oh yeah it's so for good. sure. I probably wouldn't get the masala again, but I would get the, the paneer for sure. Mm-hmm. That to me is a don't skip if you've never had it either. But if you like, yes. I mean, I think they changed it to cheese for people to better comprehend what it is. But if you sure. like a fried mozzarella stick, you'll love this. It's like if that and tofu kind of had a baby because that's kind of the yeah. texture you're aiming for. Yeah, it's not tofu, but you know what I'm saying. Um, no, it's like a thicker cut cube. I yeah. would say, yeah, yeah, which kind of gives it tofu vibes. But I think the the mango ketchup is really nice. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that's a not, that's a don't skip. It's on the fromage stroll as well. So if you're interested in doing that, that's one of the things that you're gonna mm-hmm. have to take off your list. But speaking of fromage, <laughs> <laughs> let's go to the Alps, shall we? Let's. Um, Bethany, take this one away. Yeah, I got this on day one of the festival. This is the warmer clet with, you can either get it with or without ham, so you can make it vegetarian or non-vegetarian. In the past, this has always been kind of at the top of my list. I don't love this as much as I used to, and I just think it's because the cheese sets so fast, and even though it's so hot outside, it still sets really quickly. But overall, the baby potatoes, they were great. The baguette, I enjoyed it all. But to me, the star standout of this booth was the dark chocolate fondue. Of course. This came with berries, pound cake, and meringues. And it's plant-based. We had talked about this in the preview episode. But this was like dipping strawberries into dark chocolate when it's 110 degrees out. Sounds awful. But honestly, I loved it. (laughs) (laughs) And it came with these little two pieces of pound cake that you can order this. I know gluten-free and it comes with outless pieces of pound cake. But I really did enjoy this. I thought it was actually a really light dessert even though dark chocolate tends to be pretty heavy and that's just because it had the berries and the meringue these lighter aspects of sweet and desserts that made this to me one of my favorite desserts of this there's a a lot of desserts i actually like during this festival and to me this was a standout i really enjoyed it and it's a massive cup of dark chocolate fondue compared to the amount of dipping things you get oh really Mm -hmm. it's 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 a lot you could essentially Sipping chocolate. Yeah, yeah. It's giving me melting pot vibes, which yeah. not mad at. <laughs> no. And for the price, it's a little over five bucks. I don't think it's yeah. a bad deal at all. No, no, not at all. Not at all. But for me, I would like I would skip the cheese next time just because I think there are better options around the festival to get cheese. But that dark chocolate fondue, if you're looking for something a little sweet but still fresh, I would get it. Sounds lovely. All right, let's head to Germany always a standout booth for us at festivals in general this has just been it's super consistent yes i will say though i think this menu is my least favorite out of all of the festival menus for sure for germany so the best thing on this menu i think is the apple strudel it is a hefty portion normally has the apples are cooked perfectly it has this vanilla sauce on top it is delicious and delightful the other two items are fine as well like no. i said this is my least favorite germany boost i'm actually shocked 
we haven't gotten anything new from Germany during this festival. Because, like, this is the staple menu. The Strichten Noodlen is essentially jazzed up mac and cheese. Yeah. So if you have Correct. a kid that loves mac and cheese, they'll like that. Mm-hmm. It has ham, onions, and cheese in it. They'll like it. It's It's very baked in a pan mac and cheese mm-hmm. but they haven't changed this menu in quite some time no but i will say i had another one of my favorite drinks of the whole festival oh, and it that. was the prickly pear shop yeah it was why didn't i get this i don't know it was a huge miss on your part it was mm. delicious yeah so funny story i was at <laughs> india getting the food yeah Colin moved through i said let's meet at germany germany or... yeah no italy italy I said, yeah let's meet at italy. so <laughs> meet I me in italy passing, yeah. yeah as i was passing germany i was like oh let me get the, the prickly pear the prickly pear because I, I have to try it so i get in line and i meet them at the base of italy and i see colin's mom tammy with a cup in her hand of the prickly pear and i'm like <laughs> oh I didn't know you guys got it. So we ended up having two. And it was the good choice to have two. It was. It was so good. How does it compare on your lemon ranking scale? Oh, no. Lemon's still the best. Uh, Uh, Okay. I don't know if it's just this thought in my head that, like, it was the best and it is the best, you know? Yeah. Because, like, I will never have it again. So I'm just going to always say it's the best. But I will say it's better than a lot of the other flavors I've had at some of the festivals. I don't think it's better than grapefruit. Yeah. Than, like, the traditional. Sure. Personally. This ranked this ranked high for me. I actually think my favorite was still the the wild cherry, oh, is yeah. still up there for me. But this mm-hmm. prickly pear was wonderful. It was good. Wonderful. I need to get my hands on this. I don't know why I didn't try it. Shame on me. Well, yep. Tisk, maybe they tisk. have it in a liquor store by you. Maybe yeah, they do. I'll yeah. To, I'll have to do my research. But this this was a must get for yes. sure for me. It was a must get over the food. All right, let's keep on going to Spain, and let's talk about the charcuterie in a cup. I love this one. I do too. It is thick cut cubes of meats and cheeses in this really, I think, great herbed vinaigrette. I really do enjoy this. It comes with a bunch of olives, which probably is also a reason why I love it as much as I do. (laughs) But it's a hefty cup that's genuine. It's heavy when you pick it up. There's a lot of meats and cheeses in this. And I think it's a great way of kind of at that point of the day, picking yourself up with something that'll kind of give you a lot of like, it'll fill you up. Yeah, and I also love how portable this is. A lot of mm-hmm. these foods are on a plate and you need a fork. This, nah. You can just walk easily from country to country with this thing and very mm-hmm. easy to eat, very easy to walk around with. So I always love this one. Same. It's a cup of charcuterie to go. Yep. Perfect. Mm-hmm. And what pairs nicely with it is they have three sangrias here this year. And the sangria itself is not that expensive. I want to say it's five or six bucks for a cup of it. You can get the flight, but it comes in a pretty decent sized glass and comes iced. And for me, I actually really love the rosé one. It's just a light drinking that I feel it's not a bad deal. So for maybe six fifty, you get a pretty decent glass of sangria. Which at this festival, you're looking at drinks that are a lot more expensive than that. Yeah. So I think it's a pretty decent deal. When we first stumbled upon it, we were all like, oh my God, this is one of the best deals of the festival. And I think it's box sangria, but I don't care. You put it over ice. It was absolutely delicious. Crisp and delicious. Mm. Highly recommend the rosé one. And honestly, you know, Festival Calm loves a flight. Mm. I mean... And they're beautiful, too, because they're sangrias, so they're lovely shades of red and pink. So. That's right. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> you, can, you can never go wrong with it. <clears throat> no. All right. It's time. 
Let's go to Ugh. Italy. Let's go. When you're here, you're familiar. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So I, I feel like we should preface this and just say we're, we're I think there's an upswing happening. Oh, yeah. Yeah, there's, yeah, yeah. We're, we are getting better. Yes. Correct. We're getting there. We're not there, but we're getting there. Progress has definitely been made. I was on the scale of Italy impressed with the booth this year. Right. Like, sure. Absolutely relative on scale to Italy. Um, I was impressed. I really liked the focaccia. I wasn't mad at it. I think that's what you guys said too. Like, no, I wasn't yeah. mad Not at offended. It. It was, not at all. No. It, was it the best thing I ever had? No. But was it significantly better than anything they've had at that booth in the past seven festivals? Absolutely. Yes. So, yeah. So I know someone that's going next weekend and they're really excited for the food and wine festival and they asked me how the Italy booth was and I was like, okay, skip the cavatelli because... To be honest, mm-hmm. it was garbage. It yes. was very bland. There was literally, it was mostly pasta. The sauce was terrible. But either way, I skipped that. And I said, get the focaccia. And and she's Italian. She's like, I I need good Italian food. I said, yeah, I get that. I do as well. <laughs> I said, but for festival food, this is not bad. I said, the meatballs were actually surprisingly good. Mm-hmm. I didn't feel they were... If they were frozen, which I'm not saying they weren't, if they were frozen, they did a really good job at cooking them and making them still tender. A lot of times yeah. with frozen meatballs, they get that bouncy texture, but not in a good way. Yeah. You, know I mean? you know what I mean though? Yeah. Yes. Because it's like, there's no texture inside of it. It's just one consistency. With a meatball, I feel like you have to have the different texture mm-hmm. inside, right? So I feel like they did a good job with the meatballs and the flavors were pretty good. So I suggested to have that and I didn't think I ever would. No. But I did. I, I agree with you. I'll be frank. If there are t- there are two things that are easily fixable on this dish that I think would make it significantly better. One, it's so weird to eat because, like we said, it's two pieces of focaccia wedged yes. together. Yes. So it, you can't really eat it like a sandwich because the meatballs just fall out. And two, do not lie to me and tell me this is burrata cheese because it's not. It is... It is clearly stracciatella with ricotta mixed and piped on the top. But if they were to have fixed those two components and given us this in a piece of focaccia where it could have kind of been a sandwich and then given us actual burrata cheese on the top, I would have possibly ranked this one of my favorite things I ate at the festival. Yeah, I totally agree. The potential is there. They're Who so close. Are you? They are scratching at the door and it is so refreshing to see Italy do that. We will ignore the pasta because like Bella said, it was horrific. Mine was overcooked. So we're just going to ignore like that wasn't there and we'll yeah. move on to the cheesecake because also one I was very impressed with. I agree. Yeah, I did. I thought it was really nice. I, I tasted the ricotta. I tasted the lemon. Mm-hmm. I did think it was a little too sweet. And coming from me, that mm-hmm. I know that's shocking. But I think it was a little too sweet. But I actually did like the fresh strawberry on there, too. So I'm like, yeah. I feel like we're, we're getting there. It was yeah. small. Again, small. But we've complained about that for many a booth at many a festival. We're not asking for a huge hunk of cheesecake here. But I was actually impressed with actually something tasting mildly Good. Italian. And yeah. the consistency was pretty good. It was, yeah. Cake. Um, so I, I, I liked it. And I, I did too. I would, so. And you know what? We say it was small, but you know, it was the same price as a cup of worms and dirt. So this <laughs> is what we call progress. Uh, <laughs> so we said it's on a relative scale. Fast forward scale. to a few festivals ago, our last festival, What's it called? worms like when and dirt. When you're like taking when you're taking a, a test and it's like a curve, you know, like it's like yeah, yeah. we're grading yeah, yeah. it on a curve. We're, you know, it's we're like, this is the Italy curve, okay? Yeah, correct, correct. <laughs> but but overall, vastly an improvement for Italy. I'm very very. Yep. 
Round of very applause. proud of them. Yeah, yep. yeah. They've come far. From, Absolutely. They have come far, for sure. The to salmon have- push pop, you know what I mean? Like... We've had some pretty low lows. Yeah, that's absolutely true. But to go to a point where we're like not offended, almost good, yeah. almost great. That's awesome. I would even I would I would order both the focaccia and the cheesecake again. I would too. Well, who are we? What's happening? Who knows? Let's move on before we get too crazy. We, we're not stepping down as the presidents of the Italy Booth Hate Club yet. No. But you know, there's room for it to become the the Italy Meh Booth. Yeah. That's right. Or if you continue on this path, it's just going to say when we're here, we're familia. <laughs> Absolutely. We'll just stick with that. And we hope that happens. We do. Let's go to Flavors of America, where they had a, a completely new menu here, mm-hmm. actually. Uh, so we got the chilaquiles, which is the corn tortilla chips topped with salsa verde with ranchero chicken, queso fresco, and cilantro lime crema with a soft poached egg. These were Tostitos chips with yeah. an I, almost raw egg on top. Like, I, they, these were I have, not chilaquiles to me. I have one one positive, and the flavor I thought was actually pretty good. On the chicken. Yes, yeah. yeah. No, and I thought, like, the whatever sauce, the queso, well, was it? Or the salsa verde. Correct. Um, the crema is what I was thinking mm. of. Mm. Um, I thought the sauces on top and the chicken, I thought that was all very good. The egg also was good. It was an egg. But yeah, the fact that it was literally, it looked like nachos. Like you were yeah. just eating. Like in the ice arena. Correct. You know, that you get with the plastic cheese. Yeah. yeah. Because chilaquiles, it's like, it, it, it's chips, but they're soaked in a great sauce. There was none of that on this. Mm-mm. It literally came to the table and I was like, you have to be kidding me right now. There is no way this is what you're trying to serve me. And the answer was yes. Yes. Also, why is it in America? That is a Mexican dish. I have no clue. I know it's called Flavors of America, but it is in the American Inventor. That is obviously a salute to all nations, but mostly America. So <laughs> it, it is literally, I, I was confused by this one. I did really like, though, was the chipino. This was the seafood stew with saffron-infused tomato fennel broth and crostini. It had plenty of seafood for the price. You had shrimp, you had scallops, you had clams, you had mussels. There was so much in this dish that I was actually really impressed with it. I'm not the biggest seafood fan. It's not usually my go-to, but I found myself really enjoying this. I thought the broth was pretty good. It didn't give me completely homemade vibes where I was like, ooh, the flavor is here is amazing. It was a little bit like a box soup from Trader Joe's, but not in a bad way. So that I would definitely order again. And then the Italian hot beef sandwich I also got, which was really good. Shaved beef with aju and a french roll and it has this spicy peppers on it that were spicy i won't even lie to you they were very very spicy wow the only thing i'll say about this is i had it twice on day one the first time i had it my aju i thought was pretty good the second time we had it i think the aju had been like sitting there and not really stirred so it was really 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 salty like, oh, like sure. the, we'll get to the noodle exchange in a moment and talk <laughs> about that. But it was so salty that it was inedible. And I feel like this kind of was a pattern of a lot of things at this festival were very, very salty. And we all love salty foods. But so for us to say that, it means it's a very lot. Salty. Yeah, it was the food and wine and salt festival. <laughs> Correct. Correct. Um, That's funny. <laughs> we, had the, we had the baked carrot cake. And oh yeah, we did. Yeah, we? oh we did. Um, and it was like drowned in the cream cheese icing. And on paper, we were like, yes, cream cheese icing. But in practice, it tasted exactly like the icing that you get to make a gingerbread house. That's exactly mm. what the icing tastes like. It was sickeningly sweet, just a layer of sugar. And when we went to 
to, to cut the, the carrot cake. I thought I could just kind of like break it with my fork, but I went to like break it with my fork and the whole cake condensed. Uh, the outer layer was, it was too, it was overcooked. So the correct. entire outer layer was hard. The inside though, great. When you flavor, got to the center, incredibly yeah. moist. I was about to say, cause I had this too and mine was good. Mine was cooked well. Yeah. Sure. And I feel like if it was, it would have been very good. And I love the inside flavor. I thought it was great. You had to dig a little, yes. but it was good. Yeah. Like, you know, when you cook a muffin too long mm-hmm. and the outside gets just like, not crusty, but hard and tough. Hard. Yep. Yeah, yeah, that's what this was. Absolutely. So. Yeah. Which sucks because I, I, I get that they're producing so much food for a festival. So obviously inconsistencies are going to be there. Right. But it's rough when they're that inconsistent. And there's a few things that we'll talk about too that I liked when I had it and you guys did not enjoy. And yep. it's it's rough when you're at a festival because that is the honest to God truth. Sometimes it's good and sometimes it's bad. But I will say for this festival, we didn't eat a lot of things together. So our reporting is essentially two different experiences. Yeah. Right, absolutely. Which is actually kind of, you know, good to you know, see it is, the yeah. inconsistencies because Correct. we could have all had the same thing and liked it, but mm. maybe the next day someone had that item and it wasn't very good, so. Or when things are very consistent. Yeah, yeah. Spinning the positives over here. Let's go to Morocco. I always feel there are some sleeper hits in Morocco always, but let's talk about the falafel. <laughs> Bella, go ahead, falafel. yeah. I, I will get falafel often at home. This is probably some of the best falafel I have had. Mm-hmm. It, it was, was so, so good. good, so moist, so flavorful. The pita was a classic pita. Nothing wrong with that. The sauce on it was very, very good. The tahini, it was, yeah, yeah, it was the great. The tahini sauce. I love this. I would get this time and time again. Do you know who else loved it? Finn. Finn, Finn loved this falafel. Mm-hmm. I feel you, Finn. I loved it, too. We were like, all right, little man, let's go. Let's get some falafel time. Yeah. It was yeah, so it, good. It had, like, cucumbers and tomatoes on there as well. I just Stuffed I just pita. Thought, yeah, it was yeah, great. I just thought that this was – this is underrated, I think, mm-hmm. and one of the best new items I had. Agreed. I really, really like this one. And, you know, I think the the bonus, too, about Morocco is since they're in that Tangerine Cafe, they cook so much of it right there that, mm-hmm. you know, you have the fire going and everything. This, yep. this to me, stand, was a standout. I absolutely love the falafel. I had literally no notes. I Correct. None. It. And it's like five fifty. Again, it's not super expensive. It's and it's really a not. hefty portion for what it is. Yeah, there are two very large falafel. Mm-hmm. I mean, and the pita was stuffed. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah it was good. Yeah. Well, let's talk about the fake cocktail, though, really fast. Because <laughs> Bella... Uh, you didn't Bella like had, it? No. Bella had... I did. See, Bella Mine didn't, was delicious. Yeah, Bella had not had the fake cocktail before because every time we had gone, I was she no. was yeah no you were pregnant you, you yeah, she, last December yeah 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 you it were was pregnant. during festival of the holidays yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. but this is a different fake cocktail is what I wanted to point out they are it not is. the same and I just find the one at festival of the holidays to be so far superior than this one but it's just again personal preference but I just thought this was way too cranberry and I think that the difference is. Festival of the Holidays is a white cranberry with rosemary. And to me, it just is a perfect combination. And this one's a bit of a miss for me. So when Bella got it, I was like, and she brought it, she like, she, cause she went in and she brought out the falafel and the drink. And I looked at the drink and I was like, I'm so excited for you to have. What is that? that. (laughs) (laughs) So then I took it, but I think it was just a hater from the beginning. Do you know what I mean? Cause it wasn't my original fake cocktail, but I just, I, again, I just prefer the flavor of white cranberry over regular cranberry. 
get that. Yeah. I thoroughly enjoyed this. I think it was a good replacement for that fig cocktail because, look, if I only get it a month out of the year in Epcot, you got to give me something to replace it. And this, to me, was a justified replacement. I did enjoy this. I definitely took this to the face. I won't even lie. <laughs> I sure. It. it was an easy drink, for sure. <laughs> Without yeah. a doubt. But it was no fig fig cocktail. Do you know what I'm saying? I agree. I agree. It was a fig that cocktail, but it was not the fig yeah. fig. Absolutely. So hopefully that one comes back. Mm-hmm. I'm kicking myself though because that cider flight sounds so good and we didn't get it. Tisk tisk. Tisk tisk. So something for next time. When in doubt, get the flight is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, let's head over to France. So when Belle and I were here, we got the creme brulee, which is a vanilla creme brulee with strawberry jam. And I said it in the story, but this is totally getting Dan and fruit at the bottom. No. Hardcore. Yeah, it was giving dead and fruit at the bottom because here's why. So the the consistency of the creme brulee, they had the, 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 the brulee on top was was wonderful and really nice. Um, and I wasn't, it, the custard was very yogurty. Yeah. It wasn't set and it was very, very loose. And then as you dug your spoon down, I don't know why I expected the jam to be on top, but it's at the bottom. So I was like, oh my God, it's literally Dan and <laughs> And I couldn't, I couldn't get that out of my head. No, you know, so like it it immediately ruined it for me. And the flavor was fine. It It was, yeah, it was fine. The flavor wasn't bad, but I was just like, I literally couldn't unfeel the the yogurt. Yeah, it was whatever. I wouldn't get it again. We didn't get anything else this year because I do think they're all returning. Mm -hmm. When Colin was in line, he's like, "Do we get the um, the Parisian? Yeah, no. Oh, the cheese beignet." Yeah, the cheese beignet. And I said, uh, no, there's no chance that that is any better than it was last year now <laughs> because it was horrendous. So literally let's, let's one not. of the worst <laughs> things I ate last year. It was just a beignet filled with like a unfinished roux in the center right. of it. That it just horrible like flour and butter mixed together. And I was like, it was like Cracker Barrel sawmill gravy. They do. Yeah, I don't I don't understand. Yeah. We have very savory palates. So I feel mm-hmm. like. We would like it. Nope. That's an immediate no. You know, for me, there was nothing at this booth that really stood out that made me really want to go and reorder something from last year. I just... No. It's just, to me, the croissant with escargot, it's good, but it's not this like, oh, I need to order this item. And again, we see things just come consistently back year after year, and you're kind of like, uh, I'm fine without eating that. And I think that kind of says a lot about said Totally. Agreed. All right, let's go to Ireland, which is in the UK Pavilion. And let's talk about our favorite thing. Mm-hmm. Our favorite dessert of the festival. Favorite, the warm. Any festival. Honestly, mm-hmm. the warm chocolate pudding cake mm-hmm. with Irish cream liqueur, custard. Oh my goodness. Every time. It is so good. It's I, perfect. Like, it's I perfect. Don't, I don't understand how they consistently make this so good at a festival when producing as many as they do. Correct, because every time I've had it, it has been the perfect consistency. Mm-hmm. It is like a cross between a lava cake, I would say, and like a like a mousse cake type of situation. Like, like a truffle almost. Yeah. yeah. Like, I don't know. It's, it's hard to explain. It is it pudding cake. I mean, that's what it is, and that is that is what it is. But it is the consistency of it every single time is just superb. The flavors are phenomenal. It is a dark, rich chocolate, but in like the best possible way. Mm-hmm. And that custard on top is absolutely delicious. Mm. That Irish cream, whoo, so good. However, 
And like, I do think to me that does make the cake. I think that that is a necessary component. However, it is, this is a gluten-free cake if you get it modified without that custard on top, which I think is impressive. This to me is just so good. If this leaves the menu, I will cry. Yes, oh my gosh. This too. is this is the dessert that made Bethany dance. Mm-hmm. Right? She still makes an appearance every once in a while. Oh, absolutely. <laughs> absolutely. Yeah, but we got it. We, we literally, I like... I ordered these because we had the group had split up a little bit. I was like, I'll take four pudding cakes. Like <laughs> we walked back to our table right by the fish and chips, the Yorkshire fish and chips. And we sat over the water and we all enjoyed our little pudding cake. It was such a nice moment. Yeah. They're so good. You had a champagne flight to go I with did. it. It does pair. A champagne flight pairs perfectly with this <laughs> pudding cake. I mean, they're close to each other. Let's be honest. Yeah, they, they are, are just over the bridge. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So a nice little pairing. Yeah, mm-hmm. Absolutely. All right, let's head over to brewing. Mm-hmm. I feel like we ate here so many times. <laughs> I feel like we spent so much time in the Odyssey. We yeah. totally did. Well, it's air conditioned, you know, yeah, baby sleeping. Fun. Absolutely. And there's so many booths in that area that if you're with a group, it's a great place to steal a table. Yeah, you're, you're mm-hmm. kind of home base. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. Fan out and get your stuff and come in. Um, and in all fairness, I- it's not like you're stealing a table. At any time that we were in there, that place was never packed. Oh, yeah. No, no. I didn't mean, yeah. No, I no. Mean, I get like, what you're saying. But, like, oh, right, you, know, right. you know anybody that's like, wow, they just hogged the table. I'm like, at no point yeah. was every table full when we were in there at any point oh, in time. Oh, no. No, 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 no. Pretty empty. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was. It was. So this is the home of many things, but mostly the pickle milkshake. <laughs> no. I mean, this is a crime. Bella loved food. it. No. I'm kidding. <laughs> Look, when I had it, I said I was not offended yeah, I would I never order this again, and I would not finish this, but I was not offended, and I can see possibly why someone would like it. Yeah. See, I am very convinced that the pickle milkshake is the equivalent of cilantro, because to me it tasted like vinegar, and other people do not get the vinegary bit, and that's all, like, like that was my second taste. It was like, oh, dill. Oh, vinegar. Oh, vanilla. I don't know what's happening, and I don't enjoy this. Hmm. No, I got no vinegar, and I feel like that maybe would have been better for, I don't know. But I got so much dill. It, it, was, it was sweet vanilla dill. Mm. And I was like, no, no deal. No deal. No. None. You know what's funny, though? None, none, none. Like, day one, because I was there on day one of the festival, and of course, everybody was ordering the pickle milkshake because it was, like, the thing. But the few times that we were in there, we were probably in there three or four times last trip. I could count to you on one hand the amount of times I saw somebody order a pickle milkshake. Mm-hmm. Like, oh, sure. Yeah. The allure has died down at this point, and I feel like oh, it's because yeah. people totally. know to save their money. <laughs> yeah. Totally. Because Absolutely. even if, like, you're, like, not offended by it, it's not great. The first day that I was there, not to call out any of my content creator friends, but everybody was like, oh, it's not bad. I was like, finish it. Finish it and tell me it's not bad. And none of them finished it. Mm-hmm. No. No, you can't. That, that's I wasn't like I said, wasn't offended, but would not have yeah. finished. So yeah. I don't remember who it was. Was it was it uh, was it Nate? Was it Paging Miss Tomorrow who said that it was like taking a bite of a cheeseburger and then taking a sip of a vanilla milkshake? Was it him okay, who said when that? You put it that way though, I wouldn't have been mad at that because I like no, those two things. No, I do like those two things, and in my mind, I had heard him say that. So in my it, mind, I was like, let me see if that's what it's like. Still no, because the dill was just so overpowering. Yeah. To me, but it was just an immediate. It I was can an see immediate that though. No-go. That yeah. was a good comparison. Whoever said that, we'll say if, if it if it wasn't. Yeah, cheers, Mr. Mar. Good for you. Yeah, you cheers. Yeah, <laughs> we love you. <laughs> <laughs> but let's talk about things that we liked. Oh yes, 
There's a lot. There's um, a lot. There's one thing that we ordered twice, and I devoured it both times, <laughs> which was the Impossible Buffalo Chicken Tenders. This was a home run to me. This is easily one of the best things I ate at the whole festival. Totally. Yes, like, when I order buffalo, buffalo wings or buffalo tenders at home, that's what I want the flavor to be. They nailed the buffalo mm-hmm. so good, because sometimes you get bad buffalo. Right, like, and... And it's right? plant-based, so there's no butter in it, which is such a typical ingredient in it. I don't know what this is, but this is sorcery. It is. And the tenders were perfect. My only comparison between a regular chicken tender and the Impossible one is the Impossible one consistency was just a little bit different than what a chicken tender would be. A chicken tender can be, I don't want to say stringy, but you know what I mean? Yeah. Like it shreds. This yeah. doesn't. It's like a patty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But flavor-wise... Phenomenal. I thought the coating was great. I absolutely love the blue cheese, which is also plant-based. Mm-hmm. Um, Sorcery. And Sorcery. good amount of blue cheese. <laughs> oh, almost too much. At one point, it was yeah. just like, covered in blue cheese. I know. Which I wasn't mad about because I do love blue cheese. But Me I don't too. know what sorcery this is because it had the pungency of blue cheese, mm-hmm. and but perfectly well-balanced. And yes. again, how is this How is this plant-based? I have no clue, but they did such a good job with this. And it's, some, it's a dish that I've will dream about because yeah. even though it's so simple it was really but good it was so perfectly executed and both times we got it it was great so no. i've ordered this one a lot too this is a yeah. repeat offender and i will i would order it again in a heartbeat i wish this was on a normal menu somewhere yeah absolutely me too. Me too. i think the other thing that was super delicious were the orange cardamom wings mm. they were so phenomenal the flavor was so great mm-hmm. the orange came through the cardamom came through the sauce was super sticky and coated the wings in the most perfect way that your hands were exactly how you think your hand should be after you had a really delicious wing just a mess but a delicious mess mm-hmm. i thought that it was so great sweet little bit of cardamom in there i would order these again in a heartbeat same i love the flavor there was not a single note i'd give to that flavor i wouldn't have even minded a tad bit more sauce but they were like decently saucy it's not oh like yeah they for weren't. sure but the and it was only, a thick sauce too it yeah. was thick yeah the only complaint i had was these might have been the world's smallest wings like you picked yeah. up the one way oh and God, i was, it was like, like it's, it's so like tiny a, this is a baby yeah. <laughs> <laughs> which isn't what you want to say about your food before you eat it but <laughs> no, no 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 but i but yeah were, for sure they, they were, were small wings. tiny wings they for were the small. price they're like 750 and there's five or six wings and that they're they're a hefty penny for as small as they were yeah totally one thing we did try again though that we've had years before is the buffalo brussels sprouts and our biggest complaint with the buffalo brussels sprouts has always been that they are just so soggy between the 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 brussels soaking up all of that buffalo sauce it's just a soggy mess at the bottom and our friends we saw our friends and they were like no they were good they were really crispy and we were like fine let's try them again still super soggy consistency not disney's thing <laughs> correct still super soggy so I, I was super disappointed i love the idea of it but again like I, soggy brussels I do too. And yeah to be honest though i ate these because i love the flavor yet again and if you don't understand at this point how much i love buffalo <laughs> um, the flavor of buffalo and blue cheese together yeah. now you do but i i ate these and i do totally agree there was literally no it was just a soggy mess the Brussels sprouts were flat compared to the sauce on top, but I still ate it, so. Yeah. You know. But isn't it funny, though? I think in years past, they've all, they've been advertised as crispy yeah. buffalo Brussels sprouts, and they took the crispy out this year. Disney, if you're listening, probably are. They were like, yeah, they <laughs> like, were like, they're just Brussels sprouts. They're just Brussels sprouts. We don't want to call them soggy, but, you know. <laughs> like well, like well, so- well sauced. Yeah. Yeah. Well sauced. So... 
Again, Flight Colin is here to save the day. But here I got the Cider Flight. Actually, very much. I've always enjoyed the Cider Flights that are over at, at Brewing at the Odyssey. But this Cider Flight in particular was really delicious. It had the Three Daughters Brewing Raspberry Lemonade Hard Cider. It had Bold Rock Peachberry Hard Cider. It also had Blake's Hard Cider Company, Tropicolata Hard Cider. And let me tell you, the Raspberry Lemonade Hard Cider was an epic win. We so went good. back a second time and I got a 12-ounce pour of it. As you should. I love the Tropicolata one. I oh my god, like, I hated that one. What? I did. I, I thought it tasted. I to, that's why I needed to be there for when you guys drank this. I think I like rolled up as you were drinking it. I got this on day one. I loved that. I thought it would give me all the island vibes that I wanted. It tasted like a pineapple gummy bear to me. And I loved it. <laughs> but in a bad, but like in a way that I didn't enjoy. But, but like, it wasn't my favorite. But I thought the raspberry lemon was well, like, yeah. I was like this, sold. But this flight was so good. I feel like they it do. It was good. You're not joking when you say they do a really good flight in brewing. They cider. always do. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. So that's that's or one that I definitely don't skip. Yeah. The, the Odyssey. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's not necessarily always called brewing, but there there's always some good cider flight in there. Absolutely. So that's that's definitely a don't skip for mm-hmm. sure. All right, Bethany, let's go to the noodle exchange. Let's Ugh. let's let's dive in, shall we? I had high hopes. Uh, you know I have, from day one, <laughs> been the biggest praiser of the noodle exchange because, one, I feel you get a large portion for a cheap amount of money, and I am just a sucker for any type of noodle dish. However, there is one. We'll, t- we'll start with the good. The Impossible Pork Ramen. Mm. Don't be fooled by it's called impossible because it's not plant-based. This came with shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots and daikon radish, baby bok choy, and a soy egg in a savory chicken broth. So again, totally not plant-based at all. However, I loved this. The, the Impossible was ground up and crispy, and I thought it was really delicious. I thought the noodles were cooked well. The broth itself I thought was good. You guys tried this one. This one was, was good. This one. Yeah. I, I, had, I mean, I liked it enough to have multiple spoonfuls of it, mm-hmm. um, so I really, really enjoyed this one. Yeah, I'm like not running to Noodle Exchange. However, day one that we were there, we tried the ramen with shaved beef. This was shiitake mushrooms, pickled carrots, and daikon radish again with shaved peppers, a soy egg, and a citrus sesame broth. I took one bite of this. It was so salty, like slash soy heavy that I thought it was inedible. I took one bite and I was like, I cannot eat another bite of this. It's like when your palate is just longing for water or something after that because it's just sucked dry. (laughs) Mm -hmm. And so we ordered it again a few days later. Same deal. We got the ramen with tofu that time. And that comes in the citrus sesame broth as well. And to me, it was so salty that I just, it wasn't palatable. Yeah, it was incredibly salty. And I like salt. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I love salt, actually. And this was too much. Like, I, after one spoonful, that's all you can have. I mean, mm-hmm. it is inedible for sure. I had to take a hefty sip of my raspberry lemonade hard cider uh-huh. <laughs> after that. Because the toppings were good. It's just that broth was just so salty so that salty. it was just, I could not even function. Mm-mm. Mm-mm. So. This is a shame. Is it because Nude- it is a it is a it, it's a nice portion too. Yeah. So you got a lot of salty broth. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no way, and I, I'm like you, Bella. I love salt, and I was like, no, thank you. I cannot do this. Mm-mm. No. All right, let's head over to Hawaii, and let's talk about the spam masubi, shall we? Mm-hmm. It's now spam sushi. Oh, again, we've Americanized everything. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's no um, longer paneer. It is crispy cheese. Yeah. It is no longer masubi. It is. Mm-hmm. Sushi. Yes. So if you heard our episode last year, I'm pretty positive I raved about this. 
Oh yeah, you and single-handedly I, ate like the whole plate. Yeah, Correct. When, and yeah, and it was it, so good, so good. This year, not as good. No, there's too much rice. So compared to last year, I felt the spam to rice ratio last year was quite nice. The flavors are still there, but I just felt like there was too much rice this year. And it is a hefty portion. Like yeah. you get three pieces on a plate. I think it's really a good amount of food for the money that you're paying. But for me, it tasted mostly like rice and not enough spam. Yeah. I was actually missing that salty aspect of the spam. Yeah. And everybody, like we're like, yeah. we went from too salty and we were enjoying these at the same booth, ironically, that the little yeah. change in that. And to me, this just, it, it wasn't as good as it was last year. I still would probably order it again. It just mm-hmm. wasn't everything I dreamt of it as last year. Because last Agreed. year you made Colin and I fight to the death over the last piece. You were like, you, mm-hmm. guys, you guys can split it. Mm-hmm. And we had ordered a few of them and we had pieces for everybody by the end of it. Yeah, we did. Yeah, I we actually thought that this one was just also thicker cut mm-hmm. than last year. I remember last year, maybe you just ate the thicker cut pieces and left us a little mm-hmm. thin scrap yeah, to fight over. Last year, I think. <laughs> but this was also a bigger block that they yeah. cut out. So it was a bigger block and there was more rice. So that was just yeah. like a little bit of like a, maybe just a double hit there. But the flavor of the yeah. Spam, the flavor of the spicy mayo and the eel sauce and the nori, all of it is really delicious when it's mm-hmm. all together, but just a little overpowered by so much sushi rice. Mm-hmm. But I still wouldn't skip it. No, I would still, I, rec- I I would still recommend it. to get it for either. sure. All right, let's head over to the donut box. <laughs> 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 let's head over to the fry basket, which fry is over by <laughs> the fry donut box, uh, which is over by Test Track. And let's talk about these pickle fries with Dill Ranch, shall we? I was so skeptical because no. I Here was, I was because. Because yeah, I know it's because it's a spear. A spear it's yeah. a spear, and not a chip. It was so beautifully done, and it, there was no way that I could have taken a bite into that fried pickle spear, and the pickle would have come out. No, no, that coating was literal perfection. Because I met up with you guys quite some time after you had ordered me one, and mine mm-hmm. was still perfectly crispy. Like it all was. this time later, it wasn't dry or anything. It was just still perfectly crispy. That again, sorcery, sorcery happening over at Food. I Online. don't know how they did that. But it was it was delicious. I would get these again and again and again mm-hmm. and again. Yep, this is definitely like one of the best items, new items, and one of the best items I've had this year. Yeah, agreed. absolutely. If you just like want to go when you go back to the donut box, if you just want to leave this at the donut box and we can get fried pickles next to our donut, I wouldn't be mad. <laughs> yeah, not right. at all. You can make it. I mean, if you put a pickle on a milkshake, you can put a fried pickle and a donut together. Okay, Colin, don't give them ideas like that. What? <laughs> <laughs> next year, there's going to be donut coating fried around. Pickle. Yeah, fried pickle donut. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, and then obviously we've had the fry basket flight, whatever mm-hmm. it's called, um, the fry flight, fry flight, <laughs> and it's good. It's yeah, it's a classic. No, it, it's good. Point. It has the salt and malt vinegar. It has the barbecue bacon with the smoked aioli, and then it has a sweet potato casserole with candied pecans, toasted marshmallow cream, and maple bourbon glaze. I think that these sweet potato casserole fries definitely outshine the Mickey's oh Not So Scary oh, loaded sweet definitely. potato fries for sure. I think I just really love that it's a marshmallow cream on top. Mm-hmm. It's delicious with that maple bourbon glaze sold i also think too the fries like the actual fries themselves are very good here totally. you know they're not yes. skinny and overcooked yeah, yeah, go, or anything they lean towards a steak cut fry over Correct. like a that's why right. that's why you like them so much mm-hmm. you, <laughs> you know, know me well you, Bella. get her some ketchup and mustard and yeah yeah, yeah. 
Exactly. Um, but yeah, but they're good. I wouldn't. I would be upset if they were gone. I think just because mm-hmm. I I would get them. I love fries. So yeah, it's such a staple here too. The fry basket's a good choice. Always. Yeah. But let's head over to flavors from fire. Flavors from fire. That's what I just like hear in my mind. It's like Iron Chef every time. Yeah. I don't know why. Yeah. The secret ingredient is fire. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. This to me, another home run on a booth. And I know that this is the same booth that's the Farmer's Feast from Flower and Garden that we always yes. love. My standout favorite here is the smoked corned beef. And it comes on house-made potato chips with cheese curds, pickled onions, and beer cheese fondue. My word. I love every aspect of this. It's like if poutine came on chips and then was corned beef, that would be it. And mm. it's so good. Yeah, they should make that one. They yeah. should make a smoked. They should make a smoked corned beef poutine. They oh. should. During St. Patrick's Day. Salt. Yeah, oh, no one would be mad. Um, no. I love this one though. I think the portion's pretty decent for what it for the the price. And it's just the saltiness of the potato chips mixed with the squeakiness of the curds, that little bit of pickled onion that gives you that great bit of vinegar hit. And that beer cheese fondue is so good. And the, the smoked corned beef, again, getting great flavor from the fire, you know? <laughs> no, but it smells super smoky when you go over there. I mean, it's mm-hmm. exactly as advertised. But let's talk about another standout here with the dessert, the spiced mm-hmm. chocolate tart. Mm-hmm. So it's a spiced chocolate tart with barbecue potato chip crust with salted whiskey caramel and smoked sea salt. This was a good bite. Yes. It is like silky smooth chocolate that you're biting into. That chocolate tart is. It is perfectly silky smooth chocolate. Like ganachery, ganachery mm-hmm. level chocolate. Like mm-hmm. so delicious. But with the, the, the whiskey caramel and the smoky salt with the barbecue chip, I don't, again, sorcery, I don't know how that all worked together. Mm-hmm. I was not mad at that. No, we questioned this one when we first saw this on the menu. We were like, how is this going to work? And I think it worked perfectly, too, with the little round of the barbecue potato chip because that gave such a great flavor that you could break off. And it was perfectly crispy. And I just think it complemented that silky smoothness so well. This, to me, was a home run. And I know I think people loved it or hated it. And I am on team. Hated it, it. Really? Yeah. Wow, I'm surprised because I thought this was phenomenal. And well, there, I needed to see why you know, there were there were some people that weren't offended by the pickle milkshake. Could you believe? That? I know. Wow, okay. could what you imagine? It's like we all have different tastes. So weird. It's, imagine, imagine. But the, I think the, the thing that made this so good was that the chocolate was just so decadent mm-hmm. that the flavors, that little bit of barbecue chip, that little bit of whiskey, that little bit of smoked salt were just all really nice compliments in the background. They never overshadowed that really decadent chocolate. Yeah. So that to me is why it was just so good. Yeah. So good. I was. I was. I would be more than happy to get that again. Mm-hmm. Same. But speaking of disagreeing, let's head over to Coastal <laughs> Eats, shall we? Um, so this was definitely like our hundred percent, hundred for a hundred booth last year. It Ugh. was so delicious with the shrimp scampi dip. Still can yep. shrimp scampi yep. dip. <clears throat> Absolutely. Ten out of ten. Yep. And the the oysters Rockefeller, which has returned and is mm-hmm. at just as delicious. But this year yeah, they've replaced. Yeah. Did you get it this year? I didn't get it this year. Yeah, oh, just they're as just good. as good. Just they're as good. humongous and Massive. delicious and phenomenal. They replaced the shrimp scampi dip with a lump crab cake with a Cajun spice vinegar slaw. So Bella and I got this and Bethany got it. We were not together. Um, Bethany, you go first. Okay. I <clears throat> don't know if it was you guys or who. I had not heard good reviews about this. So my expectation was um, about as close to the floor as humanly possible. I was like, there's no way that this can be good. Not a chance at all. Um, boy, was I wrong. 
I thought this was so good. The crab cake itself was thick. It was cooked to perfection. I thought it had the perfect amount of crab in it. I didn't find it overly fishy. I thought the slaw that came with it complemented it perfectly. It had a little bit of like Cajun-ness to it. And it came with a grilled lemon that I perfectly squeezed over the top of the crab cake. And to me... It was so good. And usually my my dad is a crab cake connoisseur. Like that is his favorite. And he absolutely loved this one. I anticipated absolutely hating it. And I was very pleasantly surprised. Well, we had the opposite. So <laughs> We had all the same. Everything you said on the plate, we were like, yep, 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 yep. We had all the same things, but definitely not the same flavor. Yeah. No, our crab cake was was very fishy. Super, super fishy. And also at the same time, did not have flavor. I'm not sure how they managed that, but I, <laughs> I got nothing other than fish. And then I actually thought the slaw was lackluster. It was super watery. Yes. Um, it was, there, I will say there was a little bit of excessive liquid in mine too, but I looked over that because the flavor was actually really good in mine. I, w- I wish. I totally wish because this Cajun vinegar slaw would have been totally up my alley. I would have been yeah. like, can I have it by the bucket load if it was good? And I, I'm not the biggest fan of seafood. Bethany, like you said, I'm not going to go out of my way to have seafood, but I do not mind a crab cake. And I took one bite and I was like, if I, I would, I would happily never have this crab cake again. Oh no. Like I downed the three oysters, downed them. You left me like half a one. Yeah. And, and then I went to the crab cake and I was starving at this point and I had one bite and I'm like, ah, I'm good. I don't See, need to eat this. It's mm-hmm. so crazy how opposite experiences, what totally. opposite experiences yeah. we have. What ti- I went, uh, what time did I go? Oh, probably like right when it opened. Oh, see, we were, we were, we were towards later. the end of the day. Yeah, yeah. we were towards yep. the end of the day. It might, but, but still, I also it shouldn't. Think, no, 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 it shouldn't. No. But I also think, just Disney, if you're listening, shrimp scampi dip seems a lot easier to make than yeah, crab cakes. Know. So I think you should bring that <laughs> back. It was perfect. The booth was perfect. The booth was, was perfection. Perfect. It was perfect. And I miss it. Yep. So come back. I'm just going to have to make a shrimp scampi dip. Yeah. I know. Seriously. At home. But. But overall, to be honest, I wasn't super impressed this year. And I'm not and I'm not normally impressed. <laughs> but yeah. I will say when the menus came out, I think I was less excited than I have been in years past because of the lineup. I think they're they're just too many booths have too many returning items. And those items aren't stellar. Correct. That's Correct. the problem. I, I like like for instance, Coastal Eats, both of those menu items were stellar last year. And yeah. then they went and replaced one of them. Why? When Australia has had the same booth for I don't know how many years. Germany. Canada. Yeah, Germany. I mean, some of these booths have been around for Canada years. That the the uh soup on the Canada menu has been on the food and wine menu since the very first food and wine festival. If you listen to our Epcot festivals episode, you would know yeah. that. Yeah, like and There's that's fine. Things. Keep that one there if the, if that's correct. If that's their journey, of course. But you can change out some of the other things. I'm not saying they need these all these new menu items, but I, I definitely think some variety would help, especially mm-hmm. when this this festival is months long, months and boring. Can we please, for the love of all things food and wine, bring back tastings and seminars and everything that made food and wine food and wine? I'm not saying we didn't love the little sync reunion that we totally missed, <laughs> but that is not food and wine to me. I no. want to learn about food and wine. Yeah. Absolutely. That's what Anymore. I was going to say. I think you, you said it well. It's like a shell of a festival. It's like the yeah. bare bones of what a festival in Epcot is. Booths and food. And I just think this would benefit so much from, from a celebrity chef 
from even just one of the the Epcot chefs mm -hmm. coming and talking about this is how I designed this menu. But I, I just would be so interested and curious to like sit and talk with a chef about how they curated this menu or talk to someone who like this is how I came up with this cocktail. Just a little bit more information, yeah. a little bit Which more to do. Right. They they give during which like we haven't been invited to the media preview. They have right. a full explanation. The chef is there explaining things. Stop giving that to just media people. Give that to the people that are spending their money at the festival. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're paying. Absolutely. I don't understand the point of that. My opinion is why are you wasting all of that on media people? Because that so gets lost in translation. Taking what the chef says and then reporting it back to someone is not the same as you listening to the chef speak about it. Correct. Or and actually having it in your hand and like right, eating right. it and talking, you know, Correct. like it's such a different experience. And I just think it added so much value, yeah. so much value to this festival that I just think desperately needs to come back. So again, Disney, if you're listening, let's get back to what food and wine was. Correct. There's definitely some good dishes here. And if you're going, you will find some great eats. But, you know, I don't think it's as like a lot of other festivals where we can just go on and on about this booth was home run. Like what booth would you say was a home run? Booth as an, an like yeah. an entire booth. Yeah, I need you to get because we can go back to other festivals and you can talk about booths that easily killed oh, it. Easily, um, I think uh, as a whole, Morocco probably had the best yeah. booth. But to be honest, it's not even. Yes, the falafel was phenomenal. Do not get me wrong, and the bread mm -hmm. is also great. Mm -hmm. But like, it's nothing. Like that's not food and wine to me. Yeah, right. That's just, not like. I don't know. That's not like a, yeah. a fancy I, I mean, dish. I think, I think Kenya, Kenya in this in this festival is underrated. Mm, that is true. Um, they haven't had new things. It's been returning items. But I, that, that coffee braised tenderloin is like and so I phenomenal. Like peri -peri and the peri-peri shrimp. And the peri-peri shrimp. shrimp person. Yeah. It was delicious. So I think like they, there are some really good nuggets here. But no one's out here evangelizing about Kenya. I mean, we evangelized about Kenya last year on last year's episode mm -hmm. for sure. But there's, there are some good things in here. But, but again, it's just like there's no value added. Yeah. They're sprinkled throughout. I just don't think any booth really hit a home run this year. No. No. I think that there were some highs, mm -hmm. individual oh, highs. For, sure. for, for sure. sure. Absolutely. The margarita in Mexico, the mm -hmm. impossible chicken tenders at brewing were wonderful. Mm -hmm. there's, there's a good amount of stuff. Yeah. If you're going, you're going to find things you really do like. Enjoy them. Yeah. And don't melt. Don't, don't melt. <laughs> and, you know, we'll be back for the first day of the next festival because we'll be back for the first day of uh, Festival of the Holidays this year. So excited for that one. We all love Festival of the Holidays. There's so much to do. Kind of the opposite of food and wine. Sorry yes. to be a Debbie Downer about food and wine, but it's true. But, you know, literally Festival of the Holidays comes to the plate and they really deliver a great festival with holiday themed dishes. So I'm, I'm looking forward to it. That'll be the next time we're all down there together. Yep. It will. It'll be here before we know it. Let's uh -huh. place bets now before we end this episode. Do you think next year food and wine will, one, potentially be smaller, like shorter, shorter, and two, do you think they'll add things? No, yes. no. No, yes, no. I, th I think it'll be shorter because I think Moana's will be open. They'll be more open in Epcot that I feel oh, like that's they, a good point. they have the draw that they don't need the festival to run as long as they do if mm -hmm. they know what's good for them. Um, yeah, I and what was your? I don't know. The second question was: Will they if add, they're gonna will add, they add more? I I hope they add seminars back. Like yeah, 
for all into like add them back and charge people that's what they did last time you yeah. pay like 45 bucks for a seminar i'm yeah. fine with that yeah absolutely so, yeah fellow what's your thoughts i think it'll be shorter i don't know if they'll add mm-hmm. i I'm, I'm thinking yes and a no i think that it will be shorter mm-hmm. um and then i think i, I don't think they're gonna add anything but no. i i can be hopeful mm-hmm. i want to take i want to place another bet when do you think the official of the holidays menus are going to come out? <laughs> the, this days days before? The 18th of November, so yeah. the 21st of November. 21st, yeah. yeah. Literally like five days before the festival starts. That's I fun. think it was it was almost last, last year. Uh-huh. Yeah. So we'll see. We'll be back to report on the next festival, but. We will. Yeah. So that's it for this episode of The Main Street Dish. Be sure to follow us on all our social media. You can support our show by subscribing on Instagram and subscribing on Patreon for exclusive episodes and behind-the-scenes footage. Take a second to rate our show on iTunes. And for Bella and Bethany, this is Colin, and we will see you on the next show.